Follow-up is key to success in this business. Wholesaling, you have to follow up with your leads. Did you know that 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect? 25% of salespeople make the second contact and stop. 12% of salespeople make three contacts and stop. And only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Here's where it gets really interesting, guys. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. And here's the powerhouse. 80% of sales are made on the fifth through twelfth contact. What does that mean for you? It means you need to follow up with your leads. You need to set your follow-up on autopilot by using a CRM. Visit dpipodcast.com forward slash CRM to learn more about the CRM that the discount property investors are using in their business. You can follow up with text, email, voicemails, all automatically. Get to the 5th and 12th contact faster and close more deals. Again, visit dpipodcast.com forward slash CRM. Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge, joined by a good friend of mine. I'm happy to call Ryan a good friend of mine at this point. We uh, haven't known each other for that long. We met in, did we meet in Tulum? Yeah, yeah. We met in Tulum, Mexico at a mastermind. Um, I've known of Ryan for some time, and I've known of a couple of his businesses for some time. So I'm honored to have Ryan on the show. Let's welcome Ryan. Ryan, how are you, my friend? Thanks, man. Good. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to up my energy. A I'm bit. happy to have <laughs> you on the show, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Ryan's in a mastermind that I'm in. I just mentioned that, and um, Ryan is shit. He's ten years younger than me, but he inspires the hell out of me. And you Thanks, do, man. Ryan. You really do. You are crushing it. Keep it up. I'm glad to have you on the show today. I'd like to talk to you today about your, what would you call this? Your answering service? Yeah. Call yeah. Porter. Answering service. Yeah. Callporter.com, right? Yep. Is that where you would go? Yep. C A L L P O R T E R.com. You know what's funny is you had, I don't know if you still do, but you had some ads running. Okay. And the backdrop was Faster House's tent. Yeah. And I saw that tent. This is before I knew you. Okay. And I'm like, man, I'm like, weird that tent looks so familiar <laughs> i've been in there yeah and i'm like who's this guy talking it's you know but long story yeah. short i knew you before i got to meet you yeah, so very cool. cool so tell us about call porter man what it is how does it work who uses it what yeah. are some of the some of the reasons that somebody should use it yeah good question um so i started it myself uh to take my own calls so my background was in car warranty sales, like a lot of salespeople in St. Louis. Okay. Um, so very That's a good. tough business. Oh, it's a horrible business. That's a tough business, man. <laughs> Guys like snorting Coke off their desk next to you. I mean, it was a horrible environment. Are um, they hiring? 
Uh, <laughs> I'm just just kidding, just kidding. They're always hiring. <laughs> just kidding. I, I'm good. Um, so I I'd done that. I was pretty good on the phones, but I'm not the most detail oriented person. Me neither. So like a lot of investors, I was missing calls. Calls were going to voicemail. The the call that finally broke the camel's back. A lady I called fall, followed up on a voicemail, and she told me she hoped that I would burn in hell Ooh. and to never call her again. Yeah, did you call her right and back? And then I called her right <laughs> back. <laughs> yes, I love it. And I was like, okay, I, uh, I I need to I need to do something different here. So I knew a girl who's in the industry. Uh, she'd done customer service, and I brought her on full time salary to take my own calls. Before we did so that. So this was, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. And I'm going to do this a lot. No, I apologize in advance. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm here for. I like to talk. So so this was, you had started investing while you were doing that or no? Yes. Okay. So you yeah. were doing that on the side, I'm assuming? Uh, so I was actually investing full time. Oh, okay. Cool. And I tried the VA route. I tried something that rhymes with schmat schmlive. Right. Um, and I just, I wasn't happy with the results. Well, let's, we, we don't so, have to, to not Pat use Live. the name. I've used <laughs> Pat Live in the okay. past. So I'm very familiar with, uh, with what they do. Yeah. And uh, so you guys are very similar. I'd imagine you're better for multiple reasons and we'll yeah. get into that. But um, if you haven't heard of Call Porter, it's a very similar type service, guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not here to knock them. Or anybody. No, you know, absolutely. Any service is better than not answering the They're phone. To go to Period. <laughs> and that's what matters. So if yeah. you're using that other service, that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's better than not answering those calls, not being able to pick them up in real time, or not be able to get back to them. We did a podcast yesterday, and it's probably going to publish today, and it's called Speed to Lead. And that's exactly what yep. you guys help these investors do love it yeah no we we joke and laugh all the time that investors will spend a fortune on a marketing campaign and then like they get leads and it's like they're afraid of them <laughs> yeah that's how it was well, in the beginning for us you know if they don't leave a voicemail with the address they're not motivated some it's of the like, best what? ones are the ones that don't leave the voicemails oh, yeah, it's yeah. Ones start out skeptical you know those are the seniors that mm-hmm. sell to you for 50 cents on the dollar so. right very cool. Very yeah. cool. So you started out doing the car sales, car warranty car sales. Warranty sales. Yeah, so I started that uh, when I was 17, uh, so didn't graduate high school. Um, and just, it was kind of this weird thing where like I got married young, I got married at 20. And uh, when we were dating, I was making really good money, like 17, 18, six figures a year. Every year it got harder and harder to hit bonus. Mm-hmm. So my last year producing the same amount for the company I was at uh, pre-tax, I made twenty-one grand. Oh wow! So we kind of had this like. Reverse. So you went from six figures to twenty-one, and <laughs> yeah. that was over like what two, three, four yeah. years. Yeah, so we like had that. like the reverse of what most couples have, where like you start out broke and then like you build. Build. Early on, it was like, do you want to go to Italy? I'm no balling. Problem, right. right? <laughs> then it was like. Wait, are rents due? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not used to this. The table's turned. So, yeah, that was when, uh, like most people, Red Rich Dad, Poor Dad, stumbled onto bigger pockets, learned about wholesaling, and I was like, oh, I can make money in real estate with no money. I'm interested. Yep. Um, did my first marketing campaign. Uh, it would have been probably back in 2014 or 15. Had a business partner. Uh, I put my half of three grand on a credit card I couldn't pay off without telling my wife. I am still married. Um, nice. And nice. Uh, our first month, we did our first deal. We made nice. right at twelve grand. Perfect. So I think our net three thousand spend. Yeah, our net after marketing was right about a ten thousand dollar profit. Boom. So I'm sitting there looking at a ten thousand dollar check and looking back at my job, and I was like, "What? See ya." So oh no, I didn't. I wasn't that ballsy. You didn't quit right away. <laughs> no. Okay, I would have been. No, but I was. I was Goodbye. a horrible employee from then on. Right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Be in meetings, I'd be like, I don't need this. I don't need it. <laughs> right. Right. 
Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So how did you transition to to quitting the job? And, and, and this is not your only gig, obviously, but but yeah. launching the business and building it to where it's at now. What were the steps that you took? Yeah, so I, you know, uh, business partner and I, a guy's name's Ryan Billingsley here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, still does I don't know if I now. know Ryan that well. I know the name. He he does. He does a few I deals a year. I feel like I know him, though. I, I want to sure. say he's got like 10 doors, okay. something like that. Um, real big, like, lifestyle guy. So he'll do a couple of deals and then just like peace out. That's cool. I think it's great. Than anybody I've I met. think it's awesome. Oh, work-life balance. He's got it on point. Dialed in. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, so him and I wholesaled, got enough cash to do a couple rentals, and then my wife um, decided to get her doctorate in psychology, which mm-hmm. moved us to Indianapolis. So I tried working like, you know, oddball work from home, car warranty sales from home type stuff. Um, Found it. You for, had zero motivation, probably. Oh, I had none for. I think it was like two or three months, and I was making like no money. And finally, I was like, okay. I'd rather go broke. Than keep yeah, then keep this my, up. My right. last job was cold calling businesses, trying to sell them merchant processing. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. So my wife's grandparents had a triplex that was listed that they weren't able to sell. Um, I was able to wholesale it to an investor for the dollar amount they had it listed for. So they actually made more money. They didn't pay any commissions or anything. And you I made tacked. them more money yeah. and made more and made money. Yeah, I tacked like five grand on top. Triple win. So Very cool. I had $5,000 to my name, $3,000 a month in bills, and I was like, who needs a parachute? <laughs> Just yeah, for it. I'm with you, man. So, yeah, I think it's was, great. That was my full time. Um, that was right in the beginning of 2016. Okay. Um, Call Porter came to be tail end of 16, early 17, and then really started to treat it like a business uh, in 2018. And eighteen. Okay, so yep. that's great. So why? Let's start with that. Why? Why did you? Why did you um, so, build the business, create it, and, and continue to run it? Yeah. So initially, it was just I didn't want to take my own calls, but I also knew that that customer experience was huge. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to sell to who they like, and if they can't get you on the phone, they're <laughs> moving on to the next yeah, guy. They're, they're going to the next right. guy. Or you know, they get a piece of mail and they call, and then you know, in theory, oh, I'm going to pick up my calls live. While you're at dinner, at a movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I hired one gal, and it just like started going really well. Like my business started now started to lift off. Is she local, meaning stateside? Good question. Yeah. So all of our employees are actually right here in St. Louis. Oh, very cool. Yep. So they very talk cool. just like you and I. They don't have any particular like accent. These aren't like expats or you know any of like the typical like loopholes. It's not folks in Tijuana that were mm-hmm. deported or. Kind and there's nothing wrong stuff. with that per se. However. When I personally get calls from unknown numbers, and you probably get 20 a day, too. Yeah. Maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but, I mean, no, no BS. I get three to five a day, every yeah. single day, from a number that I don't know. And because that I'm in this business, I answer all of the calls, unless yeah. I'm in a meeting or podcasting or whatever, right? I try to answer as much as I possibly can. And if it's somebody that has a thick foreign accent, I am nine times more likely to either hang up <laughs> or just discount. Yeah, and I'm not rude, but it's like, okay, what are you selling? Yeah. You know, and, and that's basically what you I ask. Don't work for Microsoft. No. Right. <laughs> yes. And it's not expiring. Exactly. That's right. Totally. My totally. Subscription is fine so, on my Mac. 100%. Yeah, on my Mac. Right. So, you know, it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is, look at, the, just flip the script. It's, a, it's better to have the people that are answering the phone sound like the people that are calling. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. the fact that you have all of all of the people here locally yep. and the fact that they're in St. Louis is great, 
but to me, it doesn't matter. They're 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 in the USA, so yeah, they. I mean, I'm, in, I'm in Indianapolis, and they're taking my call. Right, right? doesn't matter. So the the big thing that separates us from anybody else is we only take calls for real estate investors. Mm. So there's no like uh, we joke about you know they're not like booking an oil change, confirming a haircut. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna. And we talked about Pet Live earlier, so and I'm and I'm not promoting them. Don't get the wrong yeah, impression. No, I know you're good. not, but that's really the. I mean, there's probably lots of other companies that do this, but that's the main one that comes to mind. Yep. And they're not real estate specific. Correct. So that's where you guys set yourself apart. Correct. Which is awesome. Yep. Because not only the delay from because that that was a problem that I had, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Whenever I use them, I don't use them anymore. Yep. Again, I'm not bashing. Not, not my intentions, but when I were when I was using them. They there was a delay. I would call my own number and test it. Oh yeah. And there would be a delay from when the time they picked up to the, when the time that they started reading their script because they didn't know what that script was. Yeah. It would just pop They're up. Like, Come They're on. like, is this guy selling <laughs> auto parts? Is he buying real estate? Is this a doctor's office? And it you know it it definitely I didn't like that part of it. Yeah. So the fact that you guys are all real estate, you know, I'm sure that they have scripts, but at the end of the day, it's the same, right? It's yeah. Hey, thanks for calling. Do you have a house that questions. you need to sell? Right. Is this a buy or a, a selling type of a call? Boom. Yep. Love it. So I didn't realize that you guys, excuse me, were all real estate uh, focused. Yep. That's yeah, awesome. That's so Very they're trained cool. in things like probate, pre-foreclosure, evictions, so they can ask intelligent questions. Um, and they'll actually book appointments on the initial inbound call for the acquisitions manager awesome. based off their availability. Very cool. So... Um, you know, and it's it's a business I own, but it's not one I'm really involved in the day to day of anymore. Sure. We have, you know, C level employees and all mm-hmm. that. But like my staff haven't had to take an inbound call in four years. How cool is that? So yeah. you know, if their phone's ringing, it's a seller. They made an offer who's calling them to accept, counter, or decline it. There's none of this like, okay, I wonder if it's take me off the list. I mean, I think one of the fastest ways to ruin a good acquisitions manager is to just drown them and like, you know, take me off the list tire kicking type stuff yeah absolutely absolutely so you you guys have trained the answering service that's what is is essentially right do they do outbound too or no we've experimented with it it'll be coming back uh it's it's a tricky so we do outbound um all right so another way we're different right now if somebody calls in and hangs up before they pick up a call we call that an abandoned call they will automatically call that person back five times so Love this, it. That's this, huge, right. man. Same thing with Ooh. like an after hours call. Somebody okay. calls in, you know, on a Sunday mm-hmm. or late at night, they'll call that person back five times. Uh, we're not really doing like outbound calling as a service. You shouldn't have to. Yeah, um, you shouldn't need to. Right. It's we've we've experimented with it. It's just investors don't want to pay what it costs of to course. have American totally outbound get that. cold callers. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's you know, um, yeah. I don't think you need it. I was just curious. Yeah. I think what you guys have is awesome. So they come in. If they're missed, if it's abandoned, you'll call back, of course, because, again, you're just trying to – you guys as a, as a company are trying to capture leads, we get, we get help set appointments. We get paid by um, number of calls and talk time. Perfect. So, like, so that's what matters. We're incentivized to get as many of your people on the phone as we possibly yep. can. And right? keep them on and get as much information as we you possibly can. We don't keep them on. Well, within reason, though. Yeah. You don't so want it to be a two-second call. You want to get as correct. much info. We're not going to kick somebody off of a phone call, but at the same time, we're not going to wax poetic. No, 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 For 45 minutes on totally. somebody's dime. So you guys are doing appointment setting for these people, too, then? Yep. How does that work? Let's say that I'm like, hey, Ryan, I'm interested. Sign me up. Let's do some onboarding. Yep. You get me going. 
Do I give you guys criteria? Do I say I need to be in this range? Good How do you know? Because that's that is a challenge mm-hmm. that I face, and I'm sure that most of our listeners and viewers have as well whenever they're training their acquisition people. Because essentially yeah. that's what you guys are offering. Not only is it a call service, but it's like a it's like, an ISA. It's like a fractional, yeah. You know, it's like a fractional acquisition manager, right? Yeah. So what justifies setting the appointment versus just adding that lead to their CRM and let them go follow up with it? Yep, good question. So our general rule of thumb is if they have equity and they want to sell, we'll book an appointment. So very much kind you of can like a sense motivation closer. essentially. Sure. It's not even motivation, it's more just like there's room and they want an offer. Okay. In, in my opinion, in my own business, that is a valid good lead. Mm-hmm. We have other clients that are like, well, you know, we do ask what their asking price is. We're actually, re- they, our staff are required to ask it twice. Mm-hmm. And they're also required to ask if it's flexible, mm-hmm. right? So some of our clients- Is that the best clients, you can do? Yeah, pretty much. Love that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, use that on <laughs> everything. That's the best you can do. Hey, I need a, a quote for my roof. I don't even care what the number is. Is that the best you can do? Because it always comes down. Oh, absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Yep. Love it. Um, so we have some clients that are like, well, you know, only book an appointment if it's like 80% of Zestimate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they can do some of that. And then we have other clients that are like, hey, we don't want you to book appointments. What most of our guys do is book me everything you can. And if I want to cancel the appointment, I will. I will. I love that. But that way, like, yep. it's already teed up where they're expecting somebody to show up and make them a cash offer instead of it being this like, I don't know about you, but I can't. The reason why we had them start booking appointments, I lost count of the number of people that called in, sounded great, and I couldn't get them back on the phone. Yeah, that's a good point. I would rather know that guy wants me there Tuesday at 3. Man, we were just talking about this on that Speed to Lead episode. Yep. Just talking about this. A lot of times... This is a good follow-up episode. Man, it is. but (laughs) It really is. But a lot of times, it's not so much about... about anything else other than getting them back on the phone. Yeah. So if you can't, if you, you know, and, and you know, to kind of to kind of recap that entire episode, you are nine times more likely, ten times. I would even go as high as saying you are twenty times more likely to work with somebody and do a deal with them if you, let's say, you don't pick up, but you call them back within five minutes. Yeah. Versus an hour or a day. Yeah. Because most of the problem is is just getting them on the phone. Yep. They may be motivated. They may be so motivated that they busy. will give Everybody's you the house. Busy. Not only that, but if they call you and you don't answer, the odds of them leaving a voicemail, oh, going to the next guy. Who, who cares? They're going to go to the next guy and the next guy. And oftentimes they call four or five of those people. Yep. And it doesn't bother me whenever I'm out meeting somebody on an appointment that has called five people. Um, it's just good to know. But if I can get in there first, sometimes I can get it under contract before the other people can even come in the door. Can I, can I, can I woo you a you little bit? You can do whatever you want. Right, I'm going to woo you a little bit. So Call Porter is set up with a piece of technology that if you're using pay-per-click or a carrot site or something, mm-hmm. we can webhook into your site. And when a seller fills out a form, it'll automatically call into my staff, transcribe that info. New seller lead, address 123 Main Street. And you can Street, call them right there. Two to call. The results of that, our average SEO lead, we're on the phone with in less than 30 seconds automatically. Dude, that is awesome. Something else we offer. No, that is... That is huge. Yeah, we actually bought a guy. We bought a house from. We bought. We don't buy people. Yeah. <laughs> we, we bought a house from a guy who uh, was a like SEO digital okay. marketer kind of a guy, who told us the only reason he sold to us was that piece of tech, because I told him I'd only tell him what it was if uh, if he sold us his house. No way. And he was like, "I'm so impressed." He's like, "Numbers work. We're good to go." 
Very at, cool. At closing, he's like, "How'd you do it? How'd you how'd do you it? Yeah. Up? How did you like, know? It's automation, you know? Yeah. Built in. So that is phenomenal. Yeah. Guys, check it out. Ryan Dossey with Call Porter. It's callporter.com. Yep. This is an answering service specifically for real estate investors. Do you work with agents at all too? We have a, a couple. Couple. Uh, but it's like. 99% investors, I mean, we, right? We average about 10,000 calls a month. We're taking four real estate investors that are all motivated sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, and our average call is actually picked up in 12 seconds or less. Man. So none of that 45 second hold music BS. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or you hear the, them pick up, but they don't say anything for 30 seconds because they're reading. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, or my that... favorites when they answer and put it on hold immediately. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I just heard okay. you answer the phone, man. Uh, yeah, I know it's you're awesome. there. <laughs> so specific to real estate investors, but it's really the real estate niche. Um, inbound answering instantly, yep. which is huge. Syncing up with multiple CRMs, I'm assuming, to push those leads. Yep. Any any web form you can send us. Yep. Um, so Podio, Beast Mode, Resimply, insert your favorite you name CRM. Yep. If you have a web form, we yep. can work with it. Um, as well as the quick follow-up callback. Not follow-ups, yep. but the abandoned or missed calls. It sounds like you guys have an awesome system. And I'm really it's interested. It's just the to, stuff I want it done in my own business. You want it done in your own business? I mean, it's, I'm, a, I'm a buy and hold investor. Um, anybody who thinks that running a call center is like extremely lucrative, <laughs> I got news for you. It truly is like a labor of love that's allowed us to scale our business. Mm-hmm. And the neat thing, too, is most of our clients have day jobs. It's like, if you have a nine to five, what are you supposed to do during nine to five? Step out. Like, there's a good way to get fired. It's right? a great way to get fired. I mean, we literally have clients that like work at NASA, work for the FBI, mm-hmm. doctors, attorneys, down to just like guys like me who went full time on a whim and have figured out how to make it work. Or they just so, don't want to answer their own calls. All of the afra- above. They're afraid of it. That's, you know that's what, Ryan? That's a great point. A lot I'm glad of you brought that up. Freaks them out. Man. So we have students from time to time, and that's their biggest concern. They oh, yeah. know everything they need to do. They Absolutely. know it when they come to me. But that phone rings and they're but like. But that phone rings, oh. yes, they start sweating. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and they freak out. And I'm like, what is the problem? Mm-hmm. Like, just talk to them. If you don't have inventory to sell, you can't do wholesale deals. That's yep. what I tell them because we focus a lot on wholesaling. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like, go talk to these people, answer the phone, just make a friend. Don't mm-hmm. be embarrassed, don't be scared, just do it. But if you are. There's a company out there that can help you with this, guys. I mean, even if you're even if you're not, and you think you're good at you know taking your own calls, that's cool. Uh, we take ten thousand calls a month. Our staff are more exclusive. They're ready. They're willing. They're happy to take these calls. And that's how you guys get paid too, is by answering these calls. So that's yeah. that's what you guys do. I love it. Anything else that uh, that I missed or that you wanna that you wanna talk about or plug? So let's kind of back up. We talked about the why mm-hmm. you did it because you wanted to outsource this in your own oh, business and then you've scaled it to bring in you know yeah, I mean, obviously it, other so people this, that's this, awesome the scaling went like buddies started to hear I, of course I, I ran my mouth yeah like most real estate yep. investors i'm onto something that's obviously working, right yeah so then buddies were like well can she take can i do calls? it right right and then it was like okay well we need more than one person and then mm-hmm. we got up to three or four people and i got to the point where i realized okay i think we're on to something that's a needed niche here mm-hmm. um but I don't want to run a call. Center. Yeah, and as far as I so know, and it really doesn't even it. matter, but there's not very many, if other, companies that are specific to the real estate I don't think there's any. answering. So that's really We've, cool. I we, love that. We occasionally will see one like pop up from the Philippines that's gone in 30 days. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but it's it's a, um, 
I would say it's a difficult business to run, but mm-hmm. what makes it worth it, our kind of whole why behind it was to turn solopreneurs, side hustling type folks mm-hmm. into business owners. Yep. Um, and, you know, we just shot an interview with Ron here who did that. And that's what makes all of the payroll and taxes and everything all worth all it. All worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. And the fact that you are – so I, I personally will never hire a coach that doesn't have a coach. Yeah. And or I will never buy a service from somebody that doesn't use that service themselves. <laughs> I mean, it's it's serious though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Hundred yeah. percent. So the fact that you, you know, own and operate this call center and this answering service, however you want to define it, yeah, um, is one thing. But the fact that you use it yourself is huge to me because that means when you see something break or not working right. Boom, you fix it immediately. So I, as the customer or whoever else, isn't have to be, you know, constantly complaining yep. about this and that. It gets done. Well, I mean, Love we're, it. we're auditing our own calls, you know, addressing issues if there are any, making sure things are filled out correctly. I mean, we are, we're just literally one of the clients of the business at, the, at this point. Right. And that's what so, I think is awesome about it. Yeah. It's no, beautiful. I, I agree with you, though. I get, a, I get a kick out of vendors that try to launch to fill a need that they've never had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Right. And it's like, like I think this will be great. Well, yeah. do you need it yourself? Yeah. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. totally agree with that. Yeah. Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Much man. appreciated. Guys, check out callporter.com. If you are looking to get out of that solo entrepreneurial, solopreneur, I guess is a better word for it, state of mind and or position, a great book to help with this would be The E-Myth. If you haven't read The E-Myth, I highly recommend it uh, because in the beginning, you are every position. You are the CEO. You are the guy answering the phone. You're running the appointments. The admin. You're the admin. You're doing all of these things. And it's, it's impossible to scale a business when you are doing all of these roles. Yep. And you know what, Ryan? The first thing that I outsourced was my inbound calls and yep. my follow-up calls. But my inbound was number one. Yep. Um, I hired a virtual assistant four and a half, five years ago when I first started. He still works for me to this day. That's awesome. He's in the Philippines. However, he doesn't sound like it. So I got a loophole there, there but he's go. a great guy. <laughs> but if you guys are wanting to, you know, scale your own business, check it out. Real Ryan quick. is a great friend of mine. I only promote and recommend things that I believe in and or use. I don't use this today, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to be using it tomorrow. I'm what excited he, to talk to you more about it. Uh, I pay him eight bucks an hour, seven seventy-five, I think. Okay. So it's not bad. I mean, it's like... So uh, we would probably be less than that for you? Probably. And then you also yeah. have like another 14 people there to take your calls in case you I know. come in. Yeah. What hours are you guys <laughs> operational? Uh, so they are 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. 8 to 10. Yep. Monday through Saturday. Close Love it. Sundays. Awesome. Ryan, thanks again. Guys, check it out. Callporter.com. He has uh, the coolest thing ever. Answering service. That is specific to real estate investors. These guys know what they're doing. And again, I wouldn't promote or recommend something that I didn't believe in. You guys know that. We're going to do another episode with Ryan. So stick around. In the next episode. But wait, there's more. (laughs) The next one is about another one of Ryan's businesses. Stay tuned. Come back. We'll see you in a few. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe. 
to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.